When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? Sally Field is relieved Burt Reynolds won't get the chance to read her upcoming memoir in pieces, saying the book would have hurt Reynolds and she didn't want to hurt him any further. And when asked about her relationship with Reynolds, Field described it to the New York Times as, quote, confusing and complicated and not without loving and caring, but really complicated and hurtful to me. So we'll be able to get the full details in her memoir. September 18th. That's right. Mm -hmm. And Backstreet Boy Nick Carter will not be charged for allegations of rape made by Dream Singer. Melissa Schumann. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ the statute of limitations for the alleged 2003 incident expired in 2013, so the L.A. County District Attorney's Office will not press charges. Schumann claimed Nick raped her several years ago and filed a report with the LAPD in February. Carter maintained that the sex was consensual. And Chris Jenner, a.k.a. a source at People magazine, wants you to know that Sophia Ritchie and Scott Disick's relationship gets the full family support Kardashian, Jenner, a close source, says everyone really likes her and they think she's a great influence and Scott is so in love so it's no problem at all. And insiders, Chris Jenner, previously told people that though the relationship raised eyebrows at first due to their 15-year age gap, it's fine as long as Sophia Richie keeps Scott Disick in line and on track. Well, she can't go to bars with them. She's no, she 21 can't. yet. So no, yeah, exactly there's nothing right. like having an under... 21-year-old girlfriend to keep you out of troubles in Vegas and other things like that. Again, You're right. Going to tea and coffee shops. Oh my gosh, yeah. Scott and Disick. <laughs> and he and still Sophia is Richie. a paid member of, of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. He's of course. on that show all the time. He's a cast member, yeah. for sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And finally, a, a little uh, gossip inside track. Okay. Gawker is coming back, and it's going to be back next year. Remember the website yes. that went away? Well, apparently, it has new ownership, and it will be back sometime next year. That after uh, it went away, after it was sued into bankruptcy by Silicon Valley billionaire Peter Thiel all over the Hulk Hogan video. So, good news for gossip fans. All right, well, that's all the dirt this hour. For more everything entertainment, check out our website. It's mytalk1071.com. Oh, wow. Thank you for alerting me to this. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Thank you for the information. I'd like you to go now. And now, Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk. Everything entertainment. Show. My talk about a seven one everything entertainment love, 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 love. tickets will go on sale. 
9 a.m. on Thursday for Project Down and Dirty, the comedy show. $35 general admission, $75 VIP. What does that get you, the VIP? Well, you get to go to the reunion show, find out what happened behind the scenes. Premium seats for the comedy show in the first three rows, and then we'll do a fun meet and greet uh, with all of you folks on stage after the performance. 9 a.m. Thursday. Fantastic. Fantastic. Did you go in and talk to B. Arthur about the fact that... So, Tomorrow is the deadline. Like, why would they need? Are they going to like do something special for the person who's doing this? Ta- so why we would got. They- a, well, wait. Let's okay. just tell people what you're yeah, going okay. off on. So we got an email today from B. Arthur saying that um, by the end of day tomorrow, five p.m. Wednesday, which will be busy doing this television show or whatever we do, this radio program. Yes, we need to decide what one person from our show will be doing the stand-up. <sighs> And only one person, once it's locked in, it will be locked in. If you don't get an email, if she doesn't get an email from her sh- our show, she's she'll so decide. Bossy. Well, she's our boss. Well, I know, but so I mean, <laughs> so I, 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 we were going to plan a comedy coup d'etat, and it was uh, with the cooperation, at least Jason and I were planning a coup d'etat, where, where it was going to be a roast. I love doing, and a we roast. were all going to roast each other. I think it's fantastic. Really? And Instead I think of should... like do like doing this, this, this you know, I always <laughs> want to take over and really? make it better. Oh, and make, make it, it better, better. <laughs> or make it easier make it for you. No, but make it better. I think I people care. would love seeing everybody roasting each other and giving each other brutal s- hell. It would be. Hysterical. Think Comedy Central roast like right. that. It'd be hysterical. Mean. Try and make people cry. Right. <laughs> Go for the jugular. Wow. Go all yeah. in. That's Go all in. But this way, you know, it's just going to, yeah, I guess they have a very strictly modulated plan for us. Well, I said we want to know if we can do it together, if Lori and I can yes. do it together. And she said, she said it's one it's stand up comedy that means one and I said what if okay. we kneel Yeah <laughs> uh, that is good yeah. that Thank is you. quite clever that I said that to like her. that Okay here's the thing Fine you be the stand up person oh, wait a minute. No just listen to <laughs> okay. me and then I'm going to be your Mime assistant because I saw Lori. some mimes in Paris. <laughs> mime you took some jokes? lessons. Yes, and what? I will be. I will be like I will act out some of the things. Okay, you know, make you a could be the interpreter. Yes, something, something like okay. that. Yes. So there's. Don't worry. You could hold the cards up for the jokes. That'll be Donnie. Okay, right, Donnie. Donnie will be holding, holding the, cue up cards. the cue cards. Well, you have to do something. You got to do something oh. in your Donnie. good soup besides writing some of the jokes. Now I'm writing some of the jokes. We're all writing We're the writing. jokes. All right, but here's the deal. Um, okay. I I thought... No, answer the email. Put your no, name I am in. not answering the email. <laughs> no, I'd be Donnie the one answer. person to I'm answer the email. I mean, Donnie, do you really want to be the person? She won't let you. No, but do you really... Because she wants Lori to do it, and it's going to be Lori. No. Well, do... yeah, she could pick you, Lori, you know? What no, are you going to do that? I'm going to let B. Arthur know it is you, Julia. Okay. But you're my fluffer, well, and we don't need the... to tell her that yet. Okay, but well, I love it that broadcast. you saw a lot of mime. <laughs> That's, in that's Paris, the for me. So, really, that is <laughs> the I'm silent gonna... actor from the side. Yes, it's going to be and I'm going to be the silent Joan Rivers or whatever. Neil oh. gave me that dress, or who did that? You know, no, you you're going to be like um, no, you're. We're, I'm 
Don't worry. I'm Phyllis Stiller. I'm there. And you're Phyllis Stiller's assistant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, don't do that laugh. No, well, that Donnie, is so not you Phyllis Stiller. Let's be Arthur's real name again. Amy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, are you yeah. seriously asking our boss's real name? What's her real name? What? Listen. Hello. Lori? <laughs> I've been in this seat fair. And then oh, went to Paris. Excuses, I've been in this bougie bottle, bubble oh, please. pretending I don't have a real What's life a real I think and have to know people's names. I think it's really yeah. excellent. Oh. I kind of think it's excellent. Oh, my gosh. But by the way. The by sh- the way, her name is Amy. <laughs> <laughs> God bless it all. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I hope she's not no. listening right yeah. now. Yeah. No, you know she's what? I don't care if she is. No. I mean, I don't care. Donnie what already it, told her to turn. Yeah, in. what is she gonna do? But Donnie, do you really want to do this? Don't ask him that. I don't care is what I'm saying. That I thought, is a bad I thought, answer. I thought Julia really wanted to do this because oh. no, no, I I was led to believe this by. The morning show. Because Donnie, they you're the crap. Donnie, you would be the most easily led astray person. You could tell you anything. And if you made it, if you gave it any kind of factual circumstance, you, we could really, like, in a way, you'd be a great unwitting spy. <laughs> That's not a good quality. No, you're so right, Lori. <laughs> that is so right. It's a backward compliment, I know. Oh, yeah. He doesn't I, ask me if I want to do it. He listens to what the somebody, morning show right, says. Right, right. So this is a bad answer. So Donnie, clearly, just by that answer alone... I'd be happy to do it. No, he doesn't... He, he, what do you want from me? You don't know. No, you don't know. They're this. not going to let you do it. Fine. Then no, it isn't it. that. We're not going to let him do that. <laughs> well, then it's going to be Julia. <laughs> no, but... I don't know that I'm a best choice because Lori, you are, you are so Who does funny. Julia, you Put are a the person. Chardonnay no, in your arm, you, Julia, you are the person who likes walk-ons, and I don't like them. I do them. I challenge myself. Well, you, this is a challenge. You like them though, like you like them. Like I was physically sick, sick over that musical. That you know. So, yeah, I know. You were not. You are. You are a. What if I'm? So, you are a natural. What if someone thespian? You're a better model. You, I'm a wooden no, model. No, you, know you that. have learned how to smile. You uh, take pictures like Lori. Uh, you I, have better hair. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're wooden all the way around and you have flowy hair. Well, you just look like a wooden pony. <laughs> right, exactly. Not a good look. Okay, can we? You're wooden. All around, but you have flowy, fabulous hair. Yeah, no, that is not good. I'm never. Yeah, there's, and I was no. Okay, let's. Oh, all right. I'm going to compose now that I've found our boss's real name. (laughs) Okay. um, She was writing an email. Yeah, to us. By the way, uh, do you want it? Stars born. I'm obsessed now. Of course, we're going to the premiere in a week. Two weeks, two weeks. Two weeks. I'm obsessed with uh, a couple different stories. There is one story, but it was scrubbed from Vulture. Why? Vulture did a recap of the Venice Film Festival and A Star is Born. And they had a little side note that basically said there's a rumor going around the festival that Gaga and Bradley barely even speak to each other and that they're doing performative lovey-dovey crap on the red carpet. Stop it. And they really can't stand each other. Stop it. But hours later, okay. that was edited out of Vulture's piece. But why would they even put it in there if someone... Just did- something to keep our eyes on. Maybe the pub- publicist 
for this movie, it is thinking that this movie could get nine Oscar nominations. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay, that good. It's supposedly. that good. Bradley Cooper for director that in the it, only three move three movies in movie history have won all five the five major Academy Awards: picture, director, actor, actress, and screenplay. This movie has the potential to be that. So you don't think that somebody influential, because Vulture does cover movies and TV yeah, and celebrity yeah. that they called, and they're like, "Take that snarky snark out of right. your thing." It's just something to keep your eyes on yeah. for blind wow. items and that kind of thing. Okay, that would make me really sad, though. Well. Uh, I don't at this point believe it because that could just be a it. vulture person who was there who right. got kind of snubbed. You know yeah. how our feelings get hurt. Well, and no then one we judge us. somebody we forever. Don't like on oh. their, you know what I mean? So that could be, but just, just a little. All right, when you I listen like... to this GMA okay. interview, they're all, they're fawning over each well, other. Well, we are going to hear this because, and, and I do, and I believe them. I totally believe yeah. them. So let's play it. All right. We're questioning, is this going to be movie magic? Are they going to have the chemistry that they say they will? We had instant chemistry when I met him. Uh, as soon as I opened the door to my house and saw him, it was like, are you hungry? Uh, we're both Italian and from the East Coast. And before I knew it, I was heating up some leftovers for him and we were eating together. Cooper had voice training for 18 months to play Jackson Maine, a famous and faulty country music superstar. He began to sing, I stopped dead in my tracks and I said oh my gosh Bradley your voice you can sing a big endorsement from the six-time Grammy winner who insisted every song be performed live he coached each other what he taught me was you know know your lines but really know the story that you're telling what you're what you're trying to say I don't like to rehearse at all and I certainly don't like to rehearse lines all we're trying to do is not act right that's all we're trying to do Okay, that was, wait, that was, just stop. Yes, I know. Okay, first of all, it only takes 18 months to learn how to sing. Can you, well, this is what actors do. They train. But I mean, seriously. it's amazing. There is a chance for us to learn how to sing before we're done with our program here. Donnie, really? Okay, You have 18 months to defend. Right. Well, we don't have that long. We only have six months left on our contract, so I don't know if that would work. Here's the thing always to remember about Bradley Cooper. A, I didn't know he was Italian, so obviously he changed. Maybe he's Italian on the mom's side. On the mom's side. Okay, B, he's he's fluent in French. Always remember he can talk dirty to you in French. He speaks fluent French. And he's Italian. And he's Italian. And... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We never, never, never 
never have heard why it might be worth digging why he was married to Jennifer Esposito for six months. It was they met on alias. They were kind of like how I feel about Ryan Gosling and um, Scarlett Johansson. No, Eva Scarlett, Men- no, no, that's who he's married to now. Scar- that's who I mean, though. That they they're like it's kind of like. The hot sort of Latin, sort of this Raquel Welch, this beautiful. And then they kind of look like these just, you know, waspy. It's like it's a hot coupling between how the women look and just their, it's like hot. But I, they got divorced and it was like, no, it was like the Renee Zellweger. Remember when she dated Bradley yeah, Cooper? Yeah, for a long time. We are going to have to do Bang Zam with, with Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. That's a segment tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway. Bang Zam! Bang Zam! <laughs> and if you want to know what it is, we are going to take you through someone's bedded, bedded history. All right, we have to go now. Why? We, we missed Sam Elliott. You know, well, he's we can in come the movie. Back to him. Let's come back to this and at it. Just to hear his voice. Just yeah, to we'll hear come his back. Voice. To okay, it. we'll come back Later, to a Star after- is Born. We're obsessed about it. We're just warning you right now about it uh, so you can be prepared for it. We'll come back to that at 545, okay? Because we got the study of Da and we've got Elizabeth. We'll- this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, so much gossip to get to. Uh, before, yeah, we just gossip with you the minute you come in here. And then we're like, okay, dirt. Dirt alert. What do you got? Always so much to talk about. And then Julia's doing um, bicep curls with her little weights. Well, I was just making sure. I think that's wonderful. That's a wonderful use of your time. Thank you. Let's talk I'm about I'm buying shoes now, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, don't compliment her on these distracting things that she does that keeps her from hearing and talking. Oh, you guys. I like it for you to just think of my time here as like a little bit of a respite for you. It you is. can just relax. You can back. take it easy. All right. She we called me time. loser face today, but I got back <laughs> I got back at her and emailed our boss that Julia's doing the stand-up so for Project oh. Down and Dirty. So we're all good. It was just, I didn't even copy anybody else in it. I just sent it to her. You guys, stand up. The idea of doing stand up oh, makes, makes me like break out in hives. Yeah. If we talk I'm about gonna it, it's going to be I'm going to be in front of everybody and there will be pee running down my <laughs> no, neck. I know it. You're going to be amazing and I'm going to mime and interpret oh, for you. Oh, Lori picked up mime while she was in Paris. Paris yes. Oh, how wonderful. You are wearing your very French little black and white stripes. Blue and white. Oh, they, they like blue and white. They look fabulous. Blue and white. Bat to bat, you know, there's sort of that baton. What do they call it? The, yeah. They call it something. Oh, I love it. Oh, I know. It's it. just so fun. Get to it, Elizabeth. Tom Tom Cruise. Cruise. We'll Put never you. let you say a word. <laughs> <laughs> never give any dirt. Tom Cruise what? Tom Cruise has been seen with his blonde woman in LA. And of course, everyone freaks out when they see her him with any woman because they immediately think that he might be dating someone. No, um it's a sign he hasn't been spotted with it, but it's a Scientology lady. It's like a, a blonde female friend. I'm not buying it that it's anything no, romantic. No, it isn't anything. You know, it's been six years since uh, the split Listen, has heard around the world. He might be free now to practice the kind of sexual things that he really likes and he's no longer has to pretend to be a happily oh, straight full man. straight time yeah. man. I mean, and if he, that would be mm-hmm. wonderful. Oh, he might be having all kinds of, you oh. know. The trouble is, the Scientologist would have to allow that. And I mean, I and know they there's don't believe in rules. homosexuality. It, it's very hidden. It's Isn't very that hidden. crazy? Yeah, listen. I wouldn't be surprised if he and David Miscavige have little circle uh, roundy rounds. Like uh, Paul pre- McCartney t- told us about him and John Lennon. Oh, man. <laughs> except that they were at the right age to experiment with that. Tom Cruise is not. Speaking of Paul McCartney, this GQ interview. 
Oh my gosh! All over so the candid. Place. All right, tell us. I just like it. I, you know, he's seventy six years old. He's yes. on the cover. The Amazing Life of Paul McCartney. And yeah, he has had an amazing yes, life. Yes, he has. He really has, and he goes on. I mean, the the article is really beautifully written. If you get a chance to just read the whole thing, because it they do a, the writer does a really nice job of just taking you into the yeah. life and taking you into the day. And can I just ask you, Donnie? Is it not? Is it true that it is rare, very rare for him to give candid interviews? Like, this is something he doesn't even need to do as a Beatle. Well, he He's got does a have album. a new album out. Okay, yeah. but I'm, I'm just saying, it's rare it and it's unusual. Rare. It's, it is rare, yes. And it's a very lengthy article. He talks about um, how he never thought he would be... A singer songwriter, and then Lori, you'll like this. He says he thinks with Elvis appearing, he did think at that point, oh, it'd be good to get a bit of that. And in John Lennon, because these, uh, what? How old were John Lennon and McCartney when they met each other? Schoolboys, schoolboys, so so, so, like sixteen and fourteen. Yeah, okay, middle school, high school. Because John Lennon has the famous quote um, after what is it about? Elvis and rock and roll or John Lennon has a famous Elvis quote. Like, so he was also a huge, they were hugely influenced by him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they absolutely were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, he goes on, um, he talks about, uh, you know, a little bit getting into the Heather Mills situation and there's all these little footnotes, which is nice. So it kind of helps you. We all remember that Paul McCartney had a very public divorce with Heather Mills in 2008. They have a daughter together, Beatrice, who is six or 14. And then he married his, um, third wife, Nancy Chevelle in 2011 and, uh, talks a little bit about drug use too. Okay. He says, um, I remember once in London taking acid and going through the trip and you know, all of that as anyone who's ever taken that stuff knows what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Just the whole intense vision of what the world is other than how you see it normally. And I remember at the height of it, seeing this thing that was like a spiral going up in my brain and it was beautiful colors, like multicolored gems going up this spiral And then shortly thereafter, this is what Paul McCartney says about his acid trip. Scientists discovered the DNA helix. I certainly have a feeling not only my own birth. I've seen my own DNA. Yeah. I mean, well, that's a classic, though. That's a classic acid description of a hallucinogenic trip. The interviewer says, so you're saying you discovered the structure of DNA before anyone else. You just didn't tell anyone. And he goes on and says, God, I'm so glad that you picked up on that. Oh, Lord. Um, he talks about talk about him and John Lennon the the, the whole or is that too much for you that polishing their oh, their faucets <laughs> at the same time <laughs> there were like five of them in a circle jerk that's what it was I mean I feel Guys like they're so odd they are but they've got things that dangle out and sit down for all everybody to see so I know there's so much preoccupation there with it is all the so time. much preoccupation with I am just laughing so hard at no this but it's true if you have once your boy starts, I mean, this is a, the. I know. I don't know what I'm going to do when I have a teenage boy. I've well, never lived not with one even younger than that. Yeah. As soon as they, whatever age they might start developing, but I mean, really, kids might masturbate as early as three and four. If I mean, that's true. <laughs> oh, stop! No, would you let her focus on okay, this? But I'm telling you, you can go off on your <laughs> masturbation oh, you sensations later. If you're for, just joining, I don't us. think you should shame me for well, it. I'm just trying to be logical. No, you're talking. That's all good. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about another relationship, <laughs> Ashley Benson. <laughs> that was such a oh gosh, <laughs> she's back from Paris. Ashley Benson and Cara Delevingne. Okay, are you guys buying this? So. 
Uh, the story is that these two are together. We've spotted them kissing. You know, Ashley Benson was from Pretty, Pretty Little Liars. Yes. Cara Delevingne is a famous model. Did and they meet on a movie? They met on okay. a movie, and then that's when all of it started, and then they were spotting spotted smooching. So then it seemed like Ashley publicly confirmed their relationship because on where one of Cara Delevingne's Instagram posts, she writes, mine is what mm-hmm. Ashley right. Benson writes. Okay. And then writes, I can see your, and then a whole bunch of sushi emojis. You guys can read yeah. into that what you want. And yeah. then um, now, this Ashley. This is a racy dirtler. But today. Ashley Benson Julia's actually blushing over there. <laughs> that's, just, that's the emojis. Um, <laughs> Ashley Benson posts a photo of herself and says, when you just get off a flight with no Wi-Fi and find out your Instagram got hacked. Oh, so she's claiming that the Instagram got hacked and that she didn't actually write that. Yeah. Maybe she just regretted it. I don't know. No, it would. I, I bet it's so easy to hack. So, I mean, someone's I, Instagram. I bet it. Yeah, I think it is. If they want hack to. into people's phones. Yeah, I just. I want Bradley Cooper to hack ours. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, we didn't even, even get to, to all the stuff that we learned. We're going to save. We're, gonna, we're going back to Paul McCartney. I didn't have time, guys. The Dirt Alert okay. only allows me so many minutes. Okay, you fine. Did very you, very, well. you did very well. <laughs> and- hey, I'm district in the district. Well, duh. Well, duh. Uh, by the way... We do have smart people that follow us on Twitter at Lori Julia. When we were going crazy about the Les Moonves blind item yes. about the <clears throat> woman, a prominent actress who didn't want to give Ronan yeah. her name. She played a policewoman in a CBS program. She came forward but didn't want to tell her story because she was fearing reprisals. Um, and anywhere her show she was invited out in the late 80s at the height of her show's popularity. And he, you know, made a pass at her and she just kind of declined. And then when he became president at CBS in 95, he called her and he said, see, you should have bleeped me. And she thought he was joking. She's like, no bleep. And then like a few weeks later, her show was canceled in 1995 on CBS or the show she's in. What? And it's Lauren Holly. Well, no. Well, no? here's here's what people are tweeting us. Okay, uh, that it could have been uh, Lauren Holly from Picket Fences because yep. she did play a cop on that show. Yeah, and it was on on CBS, and the time frame and she was works. beautiful. Ninety six, ninety six, but still, it could have been that it was canceled in ninety six. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and then. Um, and I think I really do feel like it could be Lauren Holly is the right one because I could see him totally, you know, totally hitting Less on her. And best. she was a complete babe. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Unbelievably yep. beautiful. Yeah. Someone else said, a uh, former carnivore said, uh, it could be in heat of the, in the heat of the night. Uh, that premiered on NBC in 88, went but, to CBS and ended in 95. And there's a what's woman. What's it called? End of the night? In the heat of the night. In the heat of the night. Yeah. Crystal Fox was her name. Right. African-American woman who played a police officer. And then, you know, the Northern Exposure, the woman who played the lead. Yeah, but uh, the, she wasn't a cop. I screwed that up. She, she was, I thought she was the town cop. Pilot. Oh, she was? Yeah, I don't think she was a cop. All right. Well, someone else thought it was that. But anyway, thank you people for playing our game. Because no we are terrible at blind items. And that is not a duh. That is for real. I, maybe our people know that. Maybe they, they do know. Duh. 
Those girls are not good at their assignments sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a major duh. I know. I know. See? I can be funny. <laughs> okay, you okay. do the stand-up then. No, I already sent... Uh, what's, what's her, her name? name? What's her name? What's her name? Our what's boss? Our third <laughs> real name? name. Oh, Donnie, my. is that going to be a promo? Oh, I have three from today's yeah. show. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. oh, Lord. Well, anyway, I did forget for just a second, and I am just jet-lagged and I'm so jet-lagged and you know bougie I turn I'm not going to Bruno Mars today and Charlie it. Wilson is opening I can't believe I it. am I feel like I'm kind of like I'm looking I'm looking down my nose at my own self and you can't even blame it on your children like I got to do all those years when no, I didn't want to go out no I'm just looking down I'm, I'm my nose at my myself. own self yeah but you know what I don't care well, look at that. Yeah, look at how that's all working out. Duh. Oh, my God. Okay, Serious. here's one. Serious. Here's the real study. Okay, here's the real study. And it is such a duh. Um, such a duh, but it, this this is it. Okay. This is it. They decided they need to study. Hey, should we study if people can get ready for work faster, if they have children or they don't have children. Okay, this is so dumb. I can't even believe it. Oh, yeah. I can't. No, that is I the study. I refuse to even accept the results. That is the study. Guess no. how long it takes you if you do have a kid to get ready for work. Double. Twice as long. Oh, yes, of course. Of course it does. <laughs> yes, they're like, no. let's scratch our heads. Let's see. Can non-parents, the people who don't have kids, I'm not going to call them non-parents, um, and the people who have kids, who takes, who's going to take longer in the morning? Oh my gosh. I mean, this people get up early to exercise. What did Holly tell us that Robert Downey Jr. No, gets, Marky Mark. Or whatever. But he gets up at 2 a.m. Yeah. And he exercises twice a day. Is that what I'm going to have to do to lose yeah, weight? Listen to two this. a days. Yeah. Two be, a day. I'm in the football season training. Thanks, Donnie, for your vote of confidence. The average person with no children, you can, they can be ready for work and out the door in 22 minutes. If they're in a rush, like what is the maximum? And I would say that, like anytime, like even for the airport the other day in Paris, on Monday, Casey's like, okay, our ride's picking us up at 7.15. What time do you need to be up at? Five to seven. I need exactly 20 minutes. <laughs> Wow. I'd laid out well, my clothes. Because already done. Yeah, my hair is done. I'd laid <laughs> out my clothes. You know, I mean, I had my suitcase mm-hmm. was all packed. All I need, I need 20 minutes to voila and mm. be ready. And what that means is <laughs> is just basically. Sparkle her face. No, I don't sparkle. even sparkle my face. I mean, I like wash, splash some cold water in my face, brush, brush my teeth, teeth go to the get bathroom. dressed, go to the bathroom, <laughs> fluff your hair. I mean, I do think. Don't you think 20 minutes? Maybe a guy, maybe you can be, I don't know. I think guys are great. They're bigger. 20 minutes? Oh, yeah. Please. Oh, what? please. Except men are the great morning poopers. I mean, that's a theory <laughs> okay. of mine. Okay, okay, this isn't theory day. It's okay, but day. there is something. There about is that. something to be said about that. I mean, I do think that is the difference between men. Guys. Men have a, a serious clock on their constitution. Yes, they really do. They really, they do. really do. I'm not talking out of school about no. Casey. I've been married three times. I've had lots of male lovers. I'm telling you, the men are the morning poopers. You're so, so right. So they might need more morning time to get ready. I'm just saying, like, if they had, uh, you know, like, if you're driving to work, you're you're getting to work, you can make it to work. But, like, a travel or you got something. Well, we talked about that. Yeah. The other day. You did? Like, um, pooping, like, travel. Um, 
how it messes up oh, your yeah, yeah, regularity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're just like, what the heck? Well, you always can, and I never can. Julia, I mean, really? Is this the Poop Diaries? <laughs> Jeez. Well, you brought it up. You started it. I did. It's my own fault. (laughs) But it is. Loser face. (laughs) (laughs) I called Lori a loser face earlier. (laughs) Isn't that a hard blow? Not at all. I I mean, it didn't bother me at all. There could be somebody out there who was like yelling at the radio at you. And saying, you know, and that You're is how sisters talk. Loser face. Loser face. We are sisters. I know it. I know. Oh, gosh. Okay, so this study is interesting, and I think it is true. You and I both have experienced this. Okay. And they wanted to figure out why do people who are getting divorced feel like they're abandoned by so many friends? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Here's the real reason. In the study, it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> Brown University, Harvard University, and the University of California found you're seventy five percent more likely to become divorced if a very good friend is divorced, and your odds of getting divorced if a friend of a friend's is divorced is thirty three percent. When a close friend gets a divorce, it alerts us to the possibility. Are you kidding me? So that is true? Yes. And and people, it, yeah, it is because people get very nervous. I mean, I thought like my first time I got divorced, I thought, okay, you know, Tom has the cabin at Burnside. I'd stay friends with him too over me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no. I had to weigh the pros and cons of what we can offer people. Yeah. And I, I got nothing. And I had nothing right. except that, you know, my slovenly, you know, not very good wife ways, you know, and I, so I got that. Right. I got that the friends moved right. away from me right. for him. But really, I did think that more than. I'd get more than three, which is all <laughs> it's all he was left with. I had literally three oh friends. Out of a circle a of like twenty. Wow. Yeah, oh it was a real hard blow. <laughs> <laughs> but people they found in this study that it it won't want people start to assess their life. If if she can do it or he can do it, I can do it. And people avoid people who are going through divorces. I guess. It's funny because I know that people would say, you know, and they don't invite you to because you're single. Yes. And and also people physically move away from you. There is a real fear and it, it, it is and you can make your marriage stronger at the same time. But everything looks greener because every your worlds are so very different. Right. So they, they did. They I mean, they found that the statistics 75% wow. more likely. So maybe you do have to step back from a really good friend and just kind of evaluate your own marriage. Without... I, that just kind of blows me away. I know. I know. So, yeah. All right. That's I, that. But that it was a big one. It was a big study. They had three universities working together to run the numbers. To run those. To run the algorithms. <laughs> okay. And then they got people talking. That's and, such a good word out of you, Larry. I know. You sound so smart. Oh, no. But people physically, one a woman who became a divorce coach said when she split up from her husband of 12 years, it was so shocking to her friends that they physically moved back for me. Uh, when I was talking to them about it. Okay, and that's so the weird. The tension was there. That's so weird. Well, it's it because your marital issues can bring other people's issues to the forefront. Yep, I get it. Which is why a lot of people are very quiet about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and why sometimes good friends are taken aback and shocked 
about somebody breaking up because you oh, didn't absolutely. talk about it. Exactly. No, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah. So anyway, so there, I feel like that was kind of a helpful there and alarming study of time. <laughs> kind of here. my favorite kind. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Listen, we come back. We are coming back with Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliott talking about working with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper on um, A Star is Born. All right. And I need caller seven uh, at 651-641-1071. I've got a couple of tickets to go to Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's Fashionopolis. It's a fun event. That'll be at Aria in Minneapolis on Wednesday evening, October 3rd. Wednesday, October 3rd, 730. Give me a call at 651-641-1071. Well, here's to the hearts that you're going to break. You think he plays this at the end, the very last song? I'm not going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, if you're going. I cannot stay to the end. I'm going Julia. to put Come on, Lori. Don't put that pressure All on right, me. Fine. I didn't cancel like you. I know. I'm going. Well, I didn't know I was going. I didn't commit to going. You informed me yesterday in a you. jet lag haze. You say to me, by the way, you're going. I'm like, what? I know. Well, you aren't. And I am. Yeah. And I I believe I was with you at the Bruno Mars concert when you left halfway through P.S. By the way. Well, they were bad seats. Do you remember our seats? They were really bad. Do you? They were, Lori. We both wanted to leave because we decided we can't sit that far away from the stage. Our eyes were bad. No, you're making (laughs) that up. Because I let you leave because you and I never park in the same place. I love that you let me a grown I mean, adult with my own will. I mean, I didn't beg you to try. And, you know, I know enough not to beg you. Like, Don't I knew me. I could get you to stay. But then you'd be miserable. And I'd make you and miserable. And then you'd make me miserable. It's better just to let you go. I just, like... I'm going. I'm yeah. going to enjoy myself. And yeah. then when I'm done, I, I'm but done. But I do think that he played that um, the last time I saw him for for this tour, for this album, when that right. album came out, that he played it like right in the middle. Listen, well, all, he's so good. all of his yeah. songs are hits. hits. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I know. They're so and, good. And, and his, band his band is band, so tight. They dance. Oh, they all good. have formation like the Four Tops oh, and that kind of good. Jackson they're 5. Good. It's good. great. Uh, they are good. So tonight and tomorrow night at the Excelsior. Okay. All right. Let's okay. uh, go back to the movie we're obsessed with. Uh, how many Oscar nominations? Star is Born Get. It has a chance of getting the five main ones, if by all accounts... I mean, the one interviewer, I finally kind of got caught up in just reading a few things. I'm not sure if it was uh, Variety, where the uh, critic said, I've rarely seen an arresting moment in cinema when Lady Gaga first comes. When, Serious? When she comes on the screen, when so, she steps on the stage early in the film to perform one of her songs. Mm, screen loves it. That is amazing. Well, you know what, Lori? Because... Um, and she never, in all of her, like, acting wasn't, like, the thing she no, ever yeah, thought she was, was going to do. When I, she was younger, she? she liked to do that. That okay, was what she, she thought. Okay, but then she finds it. out she can, she's, she's can got sing. a voice. Yeah. I mean, you open your mouth and you can do that. And you're like, wow, this is what I'm going to do instead. I mean, even her story, when it is comes... To be in a biopic. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It will be amazing because of how she started, how mm-hmm. quickly she became, and, you know, and how influential. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, really like Madonna's, I, 
I know Madonna probably get mad at me, but like the the <laughs> daughter of Madonna. Okay, now I'm just the daughter, Lori, and she's going to oh, act in a way that Madonna meanest, never could. Of all the mean things you could say, say to your girlfriend, I you know, really have dumped her, Julia. You have but dumped it's her. True. I mean, Madonna would have given her eye teeth to have been able to play. She wanted she to act. act. Okay, but look at me. But she Listen didn't have the, maybe the right part. I thought she was wonderful in Evita. I did. Don't have Tina. Didn't you? No, Lori, no. I loved her in Desperately, Desperately Seeking, Seeking Susan. Susan. Yeah, and Dick Tracy, she was good, I thought. Yeah, I don't like those. Yeah, we don't like, like those cop parties. No. We don't like that. All right. Okay, so here okay. is... Now Sam back to Elliot. Sam Elliott. So he's in Star is Born. He plays, I think, the manager of Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Okay. So here he is talking about working with Gaga and Cooper. There's oh, no. a heartfelt okay. bond among the entire cast, including acting vet Sam Elliott. I've never had an experience like this. Mm-hmm. I've never been anywhere near someone like this Gaga. that's as huge as she is on a worldwide level and somebody that's as talented as she is. And I've never met anyone like Bradley since I've been in the business. And come out the other side really feeling like his brother. And I'm just really fortunate to be sitting here with the truth of it. I mean, and he has acted with the greats. Yes, he has Sam Elliott. And he just Google him and you'll be like, you'll faint at his mustache. It's just amazing. And let your mind go there, people. But he, he's there. They're they're (laughs) saying, they're saying that, um, uh, Sam Elliott could very well get a supporting Oscar nomination really? as his performance as Bradley Cooper's older brother. It's explained the age difference between them. And oh, he plays uh, his older brother. Okay. Yes, and apparently it was there's a really tenderly captured moment about how the love between two brothers, I guess it wouldn't matter what the age difference is, but no. How it's like a stifled affection, like men maybe are not as easy with their emotions. emotion. Yes, and, and I guess it is just like this scene in the movie is incredible. Mm. Oh, I can't wait. So I can't wait. He could that get, could be a sixth Oscar. Possibly. That could be a sixth. They're also <laughs> saying that the cinematographer or the mixing, the sound mixing yeah. uh, is our oh. Clint Eastwood's guys. Uh-huh. And they've been nominated before. And then apparently the costume design where we see Lady Gaga's metamorphosis as her character, Allie, where she goes to, you know, just yeah. a regular girl to a full-blown pop sensation, mm-hmm. which, of course... Lady- happens all the time. Yeah, but yeah. it happened to Lady Gaga herself. Yeah. It totally did happen to her. Yeah. I think the all-time record for total Oscars is 11. 11. And I think it might have been Titanic. I was just going to say Hur Titanic. Was up there. Yeah. 11 or 12. Um, oh, my gosh, because it wasn't Bradley, Chariots of Fire. And Bradley Cooper has songwriting <laughs> credits on a few of the songs, yeah. so he no, could he end up... With five Oscar nominations, just himself. Director, actor, songwriter, screenplay, and producer. We've got one more cut to Let's get hear to. it. Let's hear uh, it. Okay, before we quickly run out of time. You said in an interview that Lady Gaga is a revelation. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I'm just so glad God gave her the talent that she has, and he chose her, because that's quite a vessel to go through because it's really what you do with it and she's such a beautiful human being how are you thank you true when inspiration comes you have two choices you could let it come 
selfishly get what you want from it and then it goes away unless you work and cultivate it that is what's called upon by all of us as human beings you know we all get inspired 